Sand people, and welcome to the Adam Sandbox, the show where we sit down each week and watch another important part of the Adam Sandler canon in an attempt to figure out, like, was it shit and then good and then shit again, or did I just like, did I used to like garbage? Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Featuring Chris Chewy Maudsley! Hi! Also with special guest, Luke Plummer! Hello! And Morgan Dunn! What's up? Also featuring Oliver Palmer! Opera Man is glad to be here! Fuck off! With musical guest, Morgan's Laptop! Live, but recorded from Friday night from Chris's, Maudsley's living room! Oh, it's the Adam Sandbox! Why didn't we do this on Saturday night? Fuck! we're busy. <laughs> um, I just... I don't know how I feel what about am, am I putting being in... introduced as a special guest onto a podcast that I'm typically on every time. <laughs> do you think that you're special? I think I'm a featured player at the very least. Are you a guest in my house, Luke? Oliver's not, you... Fucking called him a guest. That was an honorific. But he lives here. That's just one of his job titles. All right, whatever. Um, there was so. Oh, also. Oh, was... that was a playoff of Saturday Night Seriously? Night. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, Morgan. Uh, oh I'm, I'm also. I'm still really on the fence about sand people. I just. <laughs> I like I it. I don't know, man. I like it. I'm just. So what's wrong with sand people? people? Oh, uh, it reminds me of Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, I all love right. It. I'm all I love about. It. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, this week we watched the SNL Best of Adam Sandler. It was from like 1990 uh, to 95. He was on SNL, I believe, from 92 to 95. 92 to 95. So it's, it's through the start of his film. Yes, story. because there's a reference in it well, to three. Billy Madison at one yeah. point. So it's like, well, this clearly comes. Like, that, that happened during his run on SNL. We will yeah. obviously be addressing Billy Madison next. I, I guess but... not the start of his film career, the start of his sort of. Um... His meteoric rise to fame. Exactly. It, it, his on-camera sort of This career. is when they started to make Adam Sandler movies. Well, we have already discussed um, in a couple of past episodes, you know, that sort of... That, that, that Adam Sandler character that's really... From the get-go was there. Uh, and I feel like SNL is where really, like, he polished it now, to yeah, be exactly it was, what it, it became. Was, it this was is a character showcasing. that I referred to a number of times this week. Yeah. And it is... I, I have named this character... And it's always referred to as this, and it is called the uh, the character that Adam Sandler does, because it's just the one character. It's a bit wordy. Always does. It's a bit wordy. It's pretty descriptive, though. I feel but like we can come I up say, with something punchy. Like though. even if they're not an Adam Sandler fan, even if they haven't watched all those movies, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the character that Adam Sandler does. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, I just I feel like we can come with something punchier. My mum knows what the character that Adam Sandler does. You can does say is. that to anyone and they know what it is, and it's ninety five percent voice. Oh, that that it ter- is. that terrible thing where he makes fun of retarded people like a little bit. Yeah, that's the one. Well, that's I, I say retarded people. Actually, a lot. I mean mentally handicapped. It's like the, well, so so the first the opening sketch of this was him doing a holiday song, and I'm watching it. I noticed I'm like, oh, I had actually never realised until up until now. I hadn't realised like, yeah, I mean, he sounds kind of. Mentally challenged. That that was the same character we saw in Mixed Nuts. That was the same scene. Yeah, but also this, this is the first appearance he's... this week of the character that Adam Sandler does. <laughs> he sounds like he's gonna cry. Yeah, a little bit. That's, no, that's definitely part of it. Mm. 
He sounds like he's going to cry. I, I, I can hear that. that. But yeah. I, will, I will watch that in future movies because it's going to come back. Um, so yeah, he sings a holiday song. Yeah, so he sings a holiday song about like, I did bad stuff. Uh, like, he's just a shit kid. Just a real bad kid. That's what I wrote. I wrote Adam was a shit but kid. But that's not, that's not why he says... Because he's a Jew. It's because he's a Jew. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's one of the things he says at first. And yeah. It's like, yeah, I feel like it's less about that and more about just the, all the awful things you've done. Yeah. I mean, also, uh, the only thing that I really took note of at one point... I'm pretty sure he said he fucked a guy. Yeah, he fucked a guy. I'm right. pretty sure he said he fucked a guy. <laughs> yeah, like, that was really out of I, left field. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm going to quit... Because Chris and I watched this together. We tried not to talk. But I think I did say that and Chris didn't really know how to respond because it was... Oh, all of us just yelled out, did he fuck a goat? Well, because it's like... Like, literally, <laughs> did he say he fucked a goat? But it's because he's like... He's like, oh, you know, I pulled my sister's hair or I did all this and it's like... Yeah, I mean, that's... That's that's bad, I guess, but it's pretty typical kid stuff. Pretty tame, pretty tame. This, I mean, this it's not really... fucking a goat, that's for sure. <laughs> like this song is really tame, and I'm like, and I wrote down like this song is really tame. Like this isn't like what SNL is these days. And then I wrote down, wait a minute, did he just say whore? And then I wrote yeah. down, wait, did he fucking ghost? Well, yeah, I, he called Santa a big. I mean, he used like a euphemism, goat. but I don't remember what it was exactly. But I mean, it is also. I mean, as someone, I watch SNL week to week, like still. Like currently, and I did have a lot of thoughts about just the sort of how far it's come in the last twenty years or so. There's some things I especially want to talk about a sketch later, but I feel like, and no matter whether, like, okay, people always say, you know, it's like, oh, it's not as good as it used to be. But watching this, it's like, I don't think that's true. Like, I was watching this, and I, I came to the the question that I asked Oliver, and I'm going to post to you guys. Sure. Is SNL just a bad show? No. Like that people. F- have aggrandized and thought this is a great show but like then you're I think it it's like, held out to be more than mm-hmm. it is yes. I think it's quite no, hit or it, miss yeah it's very but I think that I think it's very much a creature of the time in which it's made it yes. manages to capture the zeitgeist because it's live Yeah. so you watch it now and you're like I. and this is the thing I watch this, this stuff and when has the political satire genuinely gotten better I think it has yeah. I genuinely think it has but also is it just that like a lot of these references I just don't get because yeah. I was like five years old. Oh yeah, it was like the Opera Man especially. We'll get to that later. Oh, I was yeah. like, I, I understand, like, I understand I don't know these new none stories. of these new stories. Oh, Opera Man. Some of them I got. But Opera Man some, yeah, is some intensely of them like, topical. Yeah, we'll because it's, it's from the Weekend Update. Like, but the, the, the thing I think about SNL is SNL is inherently topical. That's what oh, it is. It's yeah. it's live. It's there's a sense of urgency. Like they write it in the week leading up, and then they do I, it. Like it's I really it's very like, much topical. I really like SNL for for what it is. But yeah, the thing that this reinforced is that this is still a best of. But it's still basically the ratio for how hit and miss it is basically tracks yeah. with how each episode is, um, and it's some of these sketches were pretty good. Oh, though. there are yeah, there are yeah. some really great sketches in here, but there's also a lot of them that just my only note on them honestly is just that some of this is dated. Uh, some of well, it's, it's very also, dated. It's gonna be dated. I I want to. Oh yeah, that's, that's expensive. There's also there's two oh. things I want to say before we really get into like. The meat of this, of these, because we're going to go through sketch by sketch, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. The two things I want to say are, first of all, there's there's two recurring things that stuck out to me watching this. The first one uh, is, well, look, this podcast, for me at least, is in danger of becoming the Chris Farley Appreciation Podcast, because watching it, he crops up a lot. Uh, I mean, he, he and Adam Sandler in basically everything. But he and Adam Sandler with a lot of stuff together, um, and just watching it, I'm like, fuck, he's good. Like he's so good. It was he's it was so good. funny. Like everything is like every time that it was him and Adam Sandler, I was like, oh, Adam Sandler's fine. Oh, yeah, but Chris Farley good, is though. fucking nailing it. Yeah. 
The other thing that was a recurring uh, bit, I guess, is in the 90s. And I mean, you know, it is like 20, 25 this, years ago. What, I think, okay, just keep going. Uh, sure. There's some sort of a running joke that came throughout, which I can only summarize as being gay is fucked, guys. Dude, I have <laughs> numerous notes about this. One of which was just, I summed up this whole thing as just being women, gays, Europeans. Yeah, there was some... Right? <laughs> there was some gay stuff. There yeah. was also like... They, dudes dressed up as women a lot more they, in SNL back then. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, this is the thing. And I, it's, I don't but, think... Yes, hang on. I, were there women in the cast at the time? Uh, that's what I, I just realized. Was there women in the cast? I'm, I don't know. I, I think there was a okay, couple guys, of... Okay, guys. From this, I could not tell. There you. was a couple would, of recurring no, characters, say, whether they were in the cast or not. I'm online. quite certain there was, but it, think about it this way, guys. But, but, but women are never going to make a best of. No, but <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, like, a woman dressed as a woman is just a person. Yeah. But a man dressed as a woman is comedy. A man dressed as a woman is apparently an entire sketch according to Yeah, this. because it's there is a sketch in this that we'll get to shortly where the entire joke is that's not actually a woman, that's Adam Sandler, David Spade, Rob Schneider, and Chris Farley dressed <laughs> as women. Yeah. And you know, it, it wasn't terrible. It was dumb, but it wasn't terrible. It I wouldn't was, go so far as to say that it was good though. No, no, nor would I, but it, was it wasn't pretty, it was pretty bad. It wasn't I, the worst sketch, I would say. Halfway through the sketch, I Genuine, like Chris and I had not said anything. I just asked him, "Is this a comedy sketch?" There was no jokes in it. No, the but joke, the joke was that. Okay, hang on. Should we wait and actually get to that? Uh, yeah, we'll wait. Because because like before we get to that, it is. But before we get that, we tread through something that is genuinely fantastic. And oh, that, and that is Springsteen stands. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, so I, I wrote. I I don't know enough about. Bruce Springsteen to critique okay, his impersonation. It was a pretty good Springsteen. I can Bruce tell you, it is fantastic. <laughs> it was a pretty good Springsteen. I mean, also Courtney is, though, Cox was there. This isn't Springsteen. like a caricature of Springsteen. This is just what Springsteen is. No, yeah. but also, no, this it is still super Adam Sandler. Like, there's something about his voice that he just he cannot lose that those Sandlerisms. But, but this They're is just the, there. This is that's that's what I'm coining. Not necessarily the character that Adam Sandler does, but the character that Adam Sandler does within that. Has Sandlerism. Is, uh, shall we try? That and can name be that. isolated to an extent. Shall we try and name that character something better than the character that Adam Sandler does? Sure. I would like to put forth Sandlaw. Sandlord. 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 It's the Sandlord. Honestly, Sandlord. it sounds like, like this is why we should I bring like, out a book called Sandlaw. This is Sandlord. why I like Springsteen Sandlaw so much because it's like it's both Springsteen Sandlord. Thank it's you very much. Both a, it's both a fantastic like parody and impersonation of Sa- of, of Springsteen, but also like really perfectly utilizes everything that's kind of good about Adam Sandler mannerism wise. Like it's just it's a it's it make it works. It, it does. really he, works. It, I actually yeah well, I'm like this is a great this is a pretty good spring state and it's also helped by the fact that I fucking love that song. It's a good it's song. It's great. It's Top song. Dancing in the Duck, such a good fucking song. Also, um the other notes that I had about that were A, Courtney Cox was hot. Yeah. Uh, I would she, relevant. she got hotter though. Uh and then she got too much surgery. Yeah. But yes, uh, the other guys thing, save it for the Courtney Cox cast. The, all right? Shut yeah, up. This, is, this, this joke is <laughs> all right. Whatever. No, the, Luke, the end of that. Luke, you've made it expressly clear that you don't want to be part of the Courtney Cox cast. We're still doing it. We're still doing <laughs> Courtney Rock. We're you know still we doing it, and I don't care what you think. Okay, you don't cool. have to be a part of it. We're gonna get <laughs> on it. Yeah. Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> or beep the name. <laughs> um, hey, uh, also the other thing that I because it's like this is it was a monologue like that that dancing I think was a monologue yeah it was yeah. a monologue that it comes into because oh because also 
as a bit of background information, that's how she got her break. She was like the, the yeah. girl in that music video. In case that wasn't made clear by the sketch, but by the fact it, that she yeah, said it. Yeah, but assuming, of course, our listeners have actually gone to the trouble of watching this, which I'm not sure they would have. I mean, even if they didn't, I don't think they, like it, it, it matters that much. The hey, 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 it matters. I don't oh, necessarily sorry, sorry. recommend that they do. Watch this. We'll get to that at the end. We'll get to recommendations. All right. Well. Uh, the other thing about the edge is that we've got a great show. Dave Matthews Band is here. Dude, <laughs> it's it made me laugh for an act of its time. No, it made me laugh for no. That's the thing, though. It made me laugh for a number of reasons. First of all, I don't know much about the Dave Matthews Band. I get the feeling that I would actually probably enjoy their music, but the only thing I know about them is when they are the butt of a joke. <laughs> for being so like college boy generic, kind of just like whatever. But also, Dave Matthews Band are still around doing their thing. And I was like, oh, they've been around forever. And I bet they have not changed. <laughs> I bet the song they played on that episode is about the they same play, as what they play don't now. Don't you remember <laughs> when they were on SNL recently? No, which they, says about enough. They were on SNL recently and Dave Matthews came on and did a really good sketch. I don't remember exactly the details of it, but they've been on it recently. Is there? Oh, I vaguely... With Joseph Gordon-Levitt, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I think they... The, that was a good episode. Is yeah. there a no, SNL it was, it was, it was a sketch in which one of them uh, impersonated Dave Matthews. And then he impersonated someone and else. And he impersonated yeah. somebody else. And it was re- actually genuinely... I mean, perfect. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Song and Dance Man, just brilliant. But I that's it, not... I let's think, wait. Save it for the Joseph Gordon-Levitt cast. Dave Matthews. That one I will it's be. Called, it's called jo- the Joseph Gordon. Dave Matthews. Love it. There it is. Dave Matthews at least seems to have a good. Uh, we Joseph Gordon love it. Yeah. A good humor about himself. I don't have any particular opinion about him as a musician. I no, it's uh, sorry. It's Joseph Gordon. Love it or leave it. <laughs> I think we should do a podcast okay. about that just because it was great. And so I liked that episode. just that one episode. It was so, really good. All right. So the next sketch after that is this is one we'll talk about before. It's just uh, the only joke for the entire sketch is that they're in drag. They're in drag as dated Valley Girl sort of. Yes. Yeah, Valley Girl. In and there, there are no laughs. No. And, and then yeah, no, Rob Schneider comes on, and then there's a laugh, and then the sketch ends. Oh, because also no, because oh, also Jimmy what Fallon. Gets, like, wow, well. they do not make attractive women. No, no. Jimmy Fallon. There was another sketch later on where it looked like Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy no, Fallon no. was not an SNL. I, I mentioned, oh, really? like, is that Jimmy it's Fallon? Not Fallon? I thought it was Chris Kattan at first. It's not him it's either. Da- it's I Mike swear. Myers. It's is so, it? It's oh. Mike Myers. Of he, course it is. Yeah. Wow. Super just, obviously Mike Myers. I'm thinking of a different sketch. Mike Myers is in lots of these sketches. There was a bit later where I was Mike like, Myers, that guy, I was like, that looks like Jimmy Fallon. I had I not realised this before, but yeah, Mike Myers kind of looks like Jimmy Fallon in a lot of cases. Yeah. I'm so used to seeing him with the big glasses and the buck teeth because Austin Powers. Anyway, it wasn't a joke, it's just true. This sketch, I I made a note, it's like, this sketch is just the cast of Grown Ups 2 and also a Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin Baldwin features quite slowly this becomes like the best of Adam Sandler and Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin has a best of, which for someone who was never a cast member, I was surprised who's in quite a It's also great. Alec Baldwin is hilarious. I, I couldn't even tell that it was Alec. I'm just like, I know that's a bald one. A bald one. <laughs> I, I know that's, that's one of those bald ones. For a bald one, for a bald one, quite hairy. Quite his hairy. chest is exposed. Man, and his do you know what I thought of when you said the bald one? I immediately thought of Clint Howard. <laughs> he is the bald one. Um, just before we move on, I want to say a couple more things. Okay, I love that this this sketch, I mean, they've been drag, is like, sort of, I mean, the joke is that they're a drag, and they're not, they make... Unattractive women. Mm. I don't know. Davis Bradley looks pretty good. They make un- they, they weren't no, terribly unattractive. No, that's the thing though. No, yes, they, they were they were unconvincing, 
And then the reason that Rob Schneider gets a laugh is because he walks out and you're like, oh no, they actually make pretty convincing women compared to Rob Schneider. Yeah, like, I th- the, it wasn't, like, so clear that the joke was, this is men in women's clothing. Because they, like, they did them up pretty well. Yeah. you got to make an effort. They could have made they, it they, they put worse. a reasonable amount into, kind of, the backstory of these women. But I also... And, but, 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 like, the sketch went too long where it was, like, is the idea that you're trying to make this convincing as women even though they're not? It's, like, it was just so much to this sketch. It, was, it went on so I mean, it was long. Also like, yeah, the thing was, that, I, mean, I guess the joke was, like, Oh, Alec Baldwin, just kind of a bad guy. Fucks everyone. Yeah. As we will know in future sketches as well, apparently Alec Baldwin... Real fuck machine. Tendencies. He's an SNL fuck machine. Fucks <laughs> He also, uh, also, it's one of, this is also, this sketch is like, yeah, I mean, Lemon Drake, not really that funny, but then Chris Farley came out and I was like, that's pretty funny. Because yeah, his yeah. mannerisms are, he nails it. Look, he nails it every time. But look, fat people, ha ha ha, ho ho ho, That's right? not what makes but this Farley funny. Men dressed as fat ladies, ho ho! It's a reasonable uh, chunk of what makes All right. Chris Farley funny. Speaking nice. of Chris Farley though, move on to the next sketch, which is something akin to what the digital shorts were recently, and we now have uh, Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney doing something similar. Which is just pre-recorded bits yeah. where they obviously have a lot more latitude in terms of what they can do because uh, they're not confined to the studio. It yeah. was a video version of the latest Blink-182 song. Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's an yeah. ad. It totally was. It, it's, 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 it's an ad. It's an ad for gay beer. It's, it's oh, for yeah, gay I forgot beer. It. It's for gay beer. I like beer. the Schlitz gay. It's... I, I like I like that they showed you that it's, it's it was, they literally showed you over and over again that it was called uh, shit and, and then they're Shitsuke, also yeah. and then they're also like you know if you like uh, you know drink a beer and you're gay <laughs> the delivery was really good but also like, like this this whole sketch was just so like. Oh, but then they said, if you like beer, well, and you're gay. And I'm like, oh, I love this sketch. No, it, it was a like weird they premise. Too, they, this, they got too on the nose no, at the end and made it No, better. but this is the thing, though. This is the thing. The reason that it works, because it's kind of like, it should fall into that theme, which is that, be, lol, being gay is fucked, guys. When in fact, which when is, in fact, being gay is fucking, guys. But no, but this is the thing, though. And sure. I, it's It's... it's it's, I'll call it straight gay panic. No, 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 it's not though. No, I, there's some stuff later I had that, that I think was gay panic. The reason this works is because the joke is not, oh, lol, they're gay. The joke is that it's a direct parody of beer commercials with women in bikinis. Yeah. yeah. The reason it works so well is it's saying, this is how ridiculous those ads are if we simply change it to make it, like, dudes, yeah. like, and do guys it's who just, like guys who yeah, yeah yeah but that just demonstrates how stupid it is that so many beer ads are just women in bikinis look, and then being like yeah I like this look no one's saying no one's saying yeah because that's what it would be it's real funny I liked it yeah, I like the Oliver loves like cock shots, guys. That's what, <laughs> that's I, I think I think that cocks flapping around is real funny. I think just a visual of a penis is I mean pretty funny. It's, it's really funny. Yeah, that's fair. It's stupid that we have them. <laughs> They're dumb looking things. Sure, right. They're real dumb. They're real dumb. Evolution is a harsh mistress. Um, that was that was a that was a pretty good sketch, like to start off. That was it, the best sketch. Yeah, it, so was, far. it was it was yeah, it, it, it was, was also funny. it was snappy. It was perfectly it snappy. Was, it was it was quick. Well that's the other problem. SNL has a lot of problems where Sketches go nowhere. They just don't, they they drag on too much, and there's no punchline. I think it was just well produced as well. It was. It was. It was good. It makes it easier that it was pre-recorded um, too, probably. Yeah. But these two sketches, I think, did set the tone for generally a couple of different kinds of sketches that this uh, best of has, and that's you know what, funny and fucked women and gays, but only if they're played by uh, heterosexual men. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, heterosexual white men are normal. Everyone else is. 
fucking weird. And I mean, that, that, that is true, isn't though. that funny? That is, that is true, though. Get it? <laughs> as, a, as a room full of heterosexual white men, I mean, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Right? But no. Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not really, though. Not really. No, I think we've made it pretty clear in past episodes that we are not those people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, Alright, so after that we move on to... Uh, the first Opera Man. There are four Opera Man sketches. Oliver, is Opera Man your favourite part Opera of Man's this? Opera Man's not my favourite, but I, my, my <laughs> note here really is just that I really like Opera Man. Opera Man, Opera Man is like, great. It's gimmicky, I, but it's great. Opera, it is. Opera Man, I really did learn a lot about... Um, Politics and no, news. I learned a lot <laughs> about... Current events of the early 90s. I learned so much about what uh, how to categorise what young Oliver found funny, because I remember... There's a couple of... I remember yeah. loving Opera Man and having a couple of sort of key sort of almost like sense memories of like lines that I remember. But the yes. main... Yes, no, I have the same thing. The main takeaway was that I did not and could not have understood the context of any of these jokes. It doesn't matter though. Because it's intensely topical. Sometimes. Which is a... It's a full-on running joke through all of Adam Sandler. It was that Opera Man is great. Well... And it's 95% because of the voice. Yeah. And yeah. it's real good... But that's pretty much it. Well, and I, I still love it. I mean, I think it's Oliver and I. Obviously, Oliver and I watched this together when we were kids. Yeah. And there are two things. So there's four. Who let you watch SNL when you were a kid? Used to borrow from the video store. Yeah. Dude, SNL is not that adult. You just like walk down a blockbuster. They'll give you best of. It's you fucked a go, man. It's like M <laughs> at best. There are like four different Opera Man segments, but I think we should address them all together. There were there are two things from this Opera Man that stuck in my memory. There was the thing about Fergie's nipples. <laughs> Dude, that's Fergie, my, Fergie, my, my nipple, notes, nipple. My notes, <laughs> that stuck in my head, like just that bit. My notes were literally, I don't remember it seeming so topical, and then I was like, oh, I get it. It's about boobies. But can we also talk about the <laughs> fact that, uh, I mean, wait, the first thing I wrote for Opera Man was, first of all, not a bad voice. He's got a pretty good voice. Yep. He does good opera singing. But also, I do not get almost all of these presumably topical oh, references God. from like 20 years ago. I also so wrote that topical. down. But there's, so there's the, there's the, there's the, the Fergie nipple one, which I'm like, I remember this from my childhood. The up, and, and also the fact that he uses the phrase "grande stiffo" is just, is just, is just, what? But listen, no, but this is the thing. Whenever he's talking about events that like seem distant and stupid and far away, it's it's kind of it kind of misses. But every time um, Opera Man draws it back on his own, like just. I've got a boner over this. Yeah. It's real good. <laughs> Which is every time he draws it right back on himself, it's great A. The other the other thing that I that I there's one line from an Opera Man song that has been stuck in my memory for years and like decades. Is it? It's in the very last one yeah. where he's talking about Brad Pitt being declared yeah. the sexiest yeah. man alive. Yeah. 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 And yeah. The, the line that was stuck in my head and has been for like wait, fuck, at least ten years what? was Opera Man recast the photo. Yes. Why? Crazy sense memory. I have crazy <laughs> sense memory of this line. It's like that has stuck with me forever. I'm pretty. It's sure... been in my head for like fifteen years. Oh shit, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure we just we we must have quoted this to we each must other. Have. We must have done it a lot because when that happened, I was just like, yes. And it's he not seeing it. It's, it's <laughs> not that. I got so excited. It's not that funny, but like I want, I immediately wanted to tell Chris about this because it was like this. This was a like rewarding and like like definitive moment for this, me. No, this was like hearing that line again. As weird as it is to say, like looking back now, watching this as an adult and being like, 
I mean, it's all right, I guess. This and other like SNL best ofs that we used to rent from the videos. We went through a phase where we rented like every SNL yeah. best of, every single one. Uh, was a seminal part of my childhood and like my developing like burgeoning sense of humor. Which looking back is like Spring I like to think light. that I've probably evolved beyond that. But realistically, I don't know that I have. This is why I like SNL. <laughs> I liked. I liked that SNL is kind of like, it is this kind of weird no man's land of like, some of it sucks and some of it's good. Mm. Um, and you don't care because of the way that SNL is. It is also, SNL is 100% responsible for the way that I write sketches. Yeah. 100%. Like, like SNL is super influential on that. Just because I'm terrible at writing punchlines. Uh... <laughs> And jokes, and jokes for that matter. So SNL. Honestly, honestly, also like <laughs> can't finish the sketch. Absolutely not. People are really harsh about SNL, but they make it every week, and um, it's a good lesson on terms. I mean, of, yeah, for the, during the season they do make. They, I mean, they make they do under a tight schedule, and it's also people. People just take that. People are too nostalgic about it. But no, but it's a really good lesson in terms of the idea of like failing at what you do, and like sometimes it doesn't work, but that's fine. It still gets put on TV. Well, that's it. It's like you know, swings and roundabouts, hit and miss, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. like sometimes you know, not everything's going to be a winner. But like, there's mm. some classic stuff. I mean, I think the other thing about SNL is that's really it really kind of shows off in this best of, but also every week is like. They are on such a tight schedule, they only have a finite number of sketches that they can think of and write, and if it comes to the end of the mm. production schedule and they realise this isn't a great a great sketch, but we've got time to fill, everyone mm. still does their fucking best it's, to it's, put on a good show of a shit sketch. There is also quite a lot to suggest that uh, SNL was a very caustic and strange uh Environment, yeah. In the past, well, it, I think it's been. It, it's apparently it very depends good. On the it's apparently very good now, but in the past, it's been. Uh, there's been a fair amount of bullying. I think, yeah. Like strange. It depends on. Going on. It depends on there's a lot the of head like, writer, especially. Yeah. And the writers. Oh yeah. Well, that SNL that 40th year anniversary. There was. I read like a long article by like past cast members just talking about. I think it was Norm Macdonald talking about how hard he had to fight to get mm. a particular sketch. Was it Celebrity Jeopardy? Yeah, for a long time, I think SNL Bloody was like a great. very, very difficult place to work. Yeah, but he talked about how difficult and how hard he had to fight to get certain things in there. Yeah. And I think these days, I think it is better these days, but... I think a lot of it is to do with the knowledge that it's been very bad in the past. But also, uh, I mean, the other thing about SNL is the feel of each episode is also largely influenced by the host. Hmm. Because, because it is like they get input, obviously, and so it develops like with them so like there was a recent episode with Ryan Gosling that was just great mm. and there was a recent episode with Donald Trump and it was garbage it, it I mean yes you're right it was <laughs> it, it had some it had some moments but you're kind of they're kind of hamstrung by what they can do with that because I mean they can make fun of him sure but you can't get away with it that much if he just goes no and he honestly he wasn't like he was willing to be made fun of more than you might think but even so, uh, you know, since then, when obviously as his presidential campaign became less and less of a joke, uh, SNL have been have been willing to tackle that head on. I would say a lot more aggressively than they would have had he been the host of the episode. Yeah, but that's I the thing I liked about watching this best of is that 
it felt like watching just an SNL episode. It did. It did. And that was kind of cool. Like where Adam Sandler like, was the host. Okay. Occ- occasionally, yeah. when it was <laughs> like, like why? It, it, occasionally, you would finish a sketch and you'd be like, "Was this the best?" And you're like, "I'm sure there was tons of people that loved this sketch when it came." Yeah. Out. And it's not me well, to say that this is a shit sketch. Maybe at the time there were people that oh, liked it. Know. There's like different so, opinions, and that's fine. But it's like I lo- I really like that about SNL. I like that that it's just. Um, I think it's intuitive is because of that. Just mm. briefly, if we just quickly, I just, uh, I mean, if you guys want to talk about any, I just want to quickly like mention a couple other things about Opera Man sketches that I had noted. Go ahead. Uh, one of them, I believe, the second Opera Man segment had references to both Hillary Clinton and the Donald. Yeah, yeah. I, which yeah. I'm like, which what year is this? Yeah, I was yeah. like, that was surprisingly but it, I, that relevant. Was crazy. But they're both referenced like these people are jokes. Yeah, well, I mean, the Hillary one was like she's got like she's like. Bill is Bill, who was the president at the time. Yeah, is like, oh, oh, what a, what kind of fucking it? man is subject to his woman? Yeah, but also, okay. but also he is the president, so I kind of get a little more. European, but it was sort of, we'll it was sort of like he's the president, and then there's this woman in the background who thinks she has an opinion, and like I don't want to get all political, but like. I don't care for Hillary Clinton. I don't care for Donald Trump. Are you a Trump supporter? God, no. We are not going to talk about this Let's in this not. podcast. Let's not. Uh, also, so there's John Lovitz was in the Opera Man sketch as another Opera Man. That was oh, it was good. That it was, was good. I was that like, was fucking great. John Lovitz. I really like the Opera family. He was pretty good at Opera. And also, whoever yeah. played his wife, it, I could not... She looked familiar... But I couldn't. I feel like it may have been just a cast member. Okay, but I just I couldn't pick it. Was okay, talking, she was amazing at opera. We're talking mm. about this now, I, I but it's not for second. We really, probably, we really can't. We're pushing right past Canteen Boy. No, we're not. We're addressing Opera Man. I'm addressing Opera Man altogether, and then we'll come back to after the first one. I just want to get it all out of the oh, way. We'll come back to Canteen Boy. I like oh, I've got some stuff to say about Canteen Boy. But first of all, but before we start even talking about that, can I just say? Uh, there were some pretty good jokes about Pearl Jam in the yeah, later one as well. Yeah, Opera Man loves Pearl Dude, Jam. And I did appreciate yeah. the f- I did appreciate the fact that there was a joke about him saying like you know basically obviously opera singing. I'm not gay, but I mean there was a time when everyone questions their sexuality. I kind of I mean it was actually that because he was like, also yeah, I just love the fact that he went from opera to be like the <laughs> that made me laugh because <laughs> that was quite a. I, I really did. Right at the point that I was enjoying Opera Man so much that I drove yeah. him, and that was like. That was a good running joke just to have like that that break from the opera a bit. But also, yeah, the fact that it was like it was nice for them to do a joke that was like, this is not a like, lol gay is weird. This was just him saying like he's oh, an attractive man, and I probably would if I was. And that's kind of nice for the 90s. Like that's that's good. Um yeah, and also the last uh, opera man, the other thing I had to say was uh it makes it clear that that at that point, presumably in 1995, right before he allegedly got sacked from SNL, which I'll return to later, uh, he made a reference to um, Billy Madison. So obviously, uh, Billy Madison came out towards the end of his SNL Yeah, uh, or at run. least it was late in production. Yes, but oh, no, I, I think it had come out at that point, because the reaction it got from the audience was quite... Like, I think people were familiar with I it. Know, I because I have a said, feeling. Because the, the line was, next year. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But obviously, yeah, so we will address Billy Madison next, but... It's worth pointing out that uh, it is like technically us doing this is not strictly like true chronological order, but it does cover a number of years. This felt the most appropriate I mean, we're time. We're not going to do it 
sketch by sketch I like, mean, in between that movies. Chris, you know I'm a stickler for this kind of thing, alright? So Luke. Chris, so we're gonna do We're compromising. Whatever feels right. Okay. I'm sorry guys. So we've covered Does anyone else have any fucking Chris? Does anyone else fucking Chris? Fuck off, it's my podcast. <laughs> but you could get fucked. <laughs> I'll do my own podcast with blackjack and hookers. Does anyone else have anything they want to say about Opera Man? No, I enjoyed no. Opera Man. It was. I just love that it's not Opera Man. It's Opera Man. Yeah, Opera yeah. Man. Like Spider Man, but no without space the hyphen. Between yeah. the words Opera and Man. Like Spider Man, if you spelt it wrong. Opera Man. Opera Man. Um, it shoots webs of opera. It's great. So we're moving. I guess we're moving on. Well, to the Ken. next sketch is. Uh, I want to preface this with the Holy the title shit. that came up it's, on the screen. The title was. The following sketch, Canteen Boy and the Scoutmaster, is based on actual events. It tells the story of Canteen Boy, a highly intelligent, though quite eccentric, 27-year-old who still lives with his mother, and who, despite his age, remains active in scouting. Certain elements of Canteen Boy's story, such as his ability to summon snakes, have been added for dramatic effect. So, (laughs) first of all, I want to say that that is important, because my memory of this sketch as a child was that Alec Baldwin was a pedophile. Oh, for sure. I didn't remember... See, that's the thing. ...that Watching he was this, 27 years old. For the yeah, time, I, I, I realised that I'm, halfway through. I'm like, I'm is this pedophilic? No, it's 27. Not. This is fine. They covered their ass. Guys, I'm it's okay. Sure. It's not pedophilia. It's, it's just fucking right. <laughs> it's I'm, just... Hey, gay dudes love being it real is more heavy-handed lo- with people who do not want it. It is more lol being gay as fucked combined with rape. I'm pretty sure they must have added that thing at the start just because they realised that Potentially. it's too much for it to be pedophilic. And it's like, yeah, no, like, I realised, like, oh, is this a pedophile sketch? No, it's just another gay one. It is, it is. <laughs> um, more, like, sorry, more like canteen coy. Also, gay also, with Adam I, being I, mentally I just challenged. This, I just want to put this out there. Canteen Boy is definitely largely the basis for Waterboy. Like, literally, the first thing I wrote was, this is just the Waterboy, right? This is the Waterboy. I mean, he's a bit oh, smarter also, in this than he is in the Waterboy, but it is the same basis. It's, it's, I didn't even... Well, also, it's wow. just Sandlord again. Of course but it is. Yeah. It's a scout yeah. uniform. Uh, I think we also... It would be remiss for us to not mention that we are all four of us adults in scouting. Absolutely. And so this <laughs> hit a little close to home, to be honest. I mean, I've, I've never been, I've never had a, yeah, I've never had a scout leader try and rape me. To They're me. all wonderful people. <laughs> yeah. To I, be uh, fair, you get kicked out before 27, so. Yeah, Luke's still there, I mean, he's older than I mean, I'm involved in scouting. I'm not strictly a youth member the way that you guys are. Luke, are you a boy scout? Luke, are you canteen boy? Are you? Fuck your scoutmaster, Luke. If I was canteen boy, I'd be the one getting fucked. Are you the scoutmaster with your hairy chest? I mean, I do have a hairy chest, but... Oh, yeah, I wrote Luke's... That's a Luke-level hairy chest. He admitted he's the scoutmaster. Dude, dude, if if we're drawing comparisons between me and Alec Baldwin, especially like 90s Alec Baldwin, 100% comfortable with that. No, but you you do have a fucked hairy chest like that, though, and that's like a specific interest that... Dude, there's nothing fucked about having a hairy chest. It's a little fucked, but unless people like that. That kind of hairy. (laughs) It's a little fucked. But sometimes it's just not. I yeah. I, I have a yeah, terrible I have a terrible that's joke. Most things like yeah. sketch. Like tongue butts. Yeah. So guys, let's not get back into that. I have a terrible joke I wrote, but um, so I'm gonna oh, say please, I, please. I thought this sketch was finger licking good. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't get it the, because the, the, there's like a whole three minute scene. Oh where yeah, he sucks at his fingers for a bit. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. I was like, what is happening? This is going on too long. The main problem that I have with this sketch is that. Okay, it's bad enough if it's just, like, him kind of, like, being weird and rapey 
to that guy. Yeah. But it actually gets to the point where it's like, am I experiencing genuine penetrative rape in a like simulated oh, penetrative yeah. rape? That's like, like, what, what is that? Is that, yeah. like, is that is that supposed yeah. to be what I'm it's seeing? Not, at the very least, it's an attempted rape. Yeah, yeah. And at it's the like, very least. It's like, and when like the better scenario is attempted rape, you got a problem. It's like, but it should be made clear that the scoutmaster character wakes up in the morning and says, "I'm sorry, I fell asleep before we could do anything." So, um, there was no dicks and butts. Also, the point of this sketch, I think, is that... I mean, and Alec Baldwin nails this sketch because he clearly makes... Not the... Not the not Canteen Boy, but Adam Sandler. He makes Adam Sandler very uncomfortable. Yes, I mean, like, yes. There's, there is that scene where he's just sucking on those Yeah. He looks like he sucks a mean dick. Like, yeah, and there's, there's a few points in this that I've made notes of where... Like, you can see on Adam Sandler's face, it's like, ooh... There's a few this points. This guy looks. This, this feels good. There's I a few don't like this feels good. No, that's the, there's a few. I've noted the times that he he never fully breaks, but he comes close. Yeah, and this is one of those close. times. And as someone who watches SNL week to week, I couldn't actually articulate why. But when someone breaks, it's fucking great. Like it's, it's yeah. they're not quite it's Jimmy Fallonian kind of. No, breaks. because it's not funny when Jimmy Fallon does it because he does it every fucking time. Yeah, yeah. But when when someone like to watch someone like Bill Hader or Fred Armisen in, in like recent years. When you watch them break, as someone who you know doesn't usually, and it's very good, it's hilarious because it's, it's like just you so share the fun. laughter, you share the yeah. like. They are they they're so amused by what they're having to do. Yeah, they like, can't help but laugh. You realize that you're all in the same headspace. Like they're enjoying it, you're enjoying and, it, and that makes it more. But enjoyable. you realize they're if just this having a fun time, if yeah. this goddamn professional is going to laugh at this, then who the fuck am I to not laugh at this? <laughs> this is great. You know what? Fuck me. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck me, Scoutmaster Alec Baldwin. <laughs> fuck me. Oh, I'm I'm the fucking canteen boy. Oh, get in my butt. But Cut that out. <laughs> Don't that's, that's staying in. Yeah, but that's he fine. He doesn't want that look. He's very uncomfortable. It's scripted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that you? Was that you coming to terms with the revelation or getting the dick in your butt? <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be fucked? I genuinely have to clarify with you guys because I've got a note here at the end of the Canteen Boy sketch. I remember there being a, a very funny, very funny bit where a fake thing is thrown for comedic oh, effect. Oh, yeah. Uh, and what was that? Well, okay, yeah. Because I forgot. It was snakes. Because he says, yeah, 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 yes. No. Yes, yes, yes. It's no, like, how is this relevant? All I have to say is this is, what. Well, Good punchline, guys. Literally, the punchline is, oh, snakes. Oh, canteen boy. The fuck is that? It's got I, literally I nothing say, to do with the preceding uh, sketch. Honestly, they managed to, like, Good okay. Uh, is sure. it? No, yeah, no. I didn't care for it. It was definitely really shoehorned in, but they managed to proceed it quite well with that. They added in that. No. Of, See, at the start, if this wasn't the end of the that, sketch, it would just end with, and then he doesn't quite rape the boy. <laughs> Whereas now that it does, it's like, this is a really fucked sketch. This is getting or, really fucked. A rape is happening. Oh, wait. Now he gets over oh, snakes. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Chris. So what you're saying... Snakes make rape okay? Is that what you're saying, you goddamn rape apologist? So what, <laughs> what Chris is saying is rape that... Apologist. So what Chris is saying is that a really bad sketch can just be... Uh, rectified by the fact that they'll just add some silliness. No, 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 no. What he's saying no, is a bad sketch can... No, a bad sketch can be rectified. No. Oh, Chris, it was not callback silliness because they definitely realised 
this sketch is weird. No, no, no. And we yeah. need to no, you're, you're, it. You're both wrong. And we're going to put a bit in this stuff. You're stating no, it too narrowly. The that's the thing, though. If it was just that happened at the end and there was no title cards at the start, if it just snakes rain on, on Alec Baldwin, that wouldn't be good. But the fact that they started with he can summon snakes and no, that's just but, made up a dramatic effect and then you absolutely forget about that and then snakes start getting also, summoned, it's great. No, but you're it's stating... I feel like you're stating uh, Chris... Actually, I feel like you're stating Chris's view too broadly. It's not that a sketch can be like brought back around by random silliness. It's that a sketch can be brought back around by snakes. No, oh, a sketch yeah. can be brought back... By planned silliness. No, genuinely, I think... I feel like they could have written an actual punchline, but sure. What would it be, Luke? Tell me what the punchline is. Oh, yeah, because I'm a fucking professional comedy writer over here. Oh, there you go, then shut up. I'm not even good at comedy on the fly in case this podcast was not evidence enough of that. I imagine the punchline was something about a rape badge, right? Oh, I don't think that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but seriously, no, like, but I'm not a rape apologist. <laughs> but seriously, though, yeah, fake, fake shit thrown you into real badge. shit to make a funny joke, fantastic. Like, you want to throw a dummy off a building? Very I think, funny. I think, you want to throw some snakes at someone I think we should, snakes are attacking them? I think, awesome. I think, I think we've given this I think we need to move a on. fair amount of time. I think we need to we move, on. move on. I just briefly want to touch on, I don't know if you guys have anything to say, but the Hanukkah song... Legit classic song like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. you want to I remember that very clearly as well. He says eight crazy nights, which is a movie yes, that yeah. he which made. we will get to obviously. Also, I learned during this sketch that I don't know how to spell Hanukkah. Oh, I mean, there's there's, a, there's, a, there's actually multiple spellings. I also it's one of those I don't think words. mine is acceptable. Had, okay, hang on. How did you spell it? I I put right down an H. Yeah. I, I I thought this is already wrong. No, you can spell and, it with an H. And C-H I'm just going to get r- just worse from here. So I just decided to go phonetically, and I went H-O-N-I-K-A. No. So, so my spelling, and I'm not saying this is no, correct. Was, I know that's wrong. My spelling, and I'm not saying this is correct, but I wrote it as H-A-N-N-A-K-A-H. Yeah, I, thought I believe that's like an that. accepted spelling. I also think you can put a C at the start, because yeah. it's like Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Um, all I had to say about this, though, was classic Sandlord uh, in terms of the voice. Yeah, uh, and, and a pretty good song. No, but then it is where I sort of confirmed that idea that like 95% of what young Oliver liked about Adam Sandler was the voice. Because I can say that watching the Hanukkah song again, I remember loving the Hanukkah song, but there was nothing about it that I... Like, I love the Hanukkah song, but there's nothing about it that I particularly understood, even as modern day Oliver. I didn't understand fucking anything he was... Like, like nothing he said. Like, I understood that he was talking about the fact that they were all Jewish. But none of it had any consequence to me even now, so I don't understand why young Oliver thought that that was interesting in any way, which proved to me that 90%, 95% of Adam Sandler was his voice. And that you're an anti-Semite. Yeah, because I hate Jewish people. Yeah. I mean, like... like just, just like Santa. I, fe- I feel like this is an important part as far as the podcast goes, because this was a real... Yeah. This, this was, was a revelation. Re- this was a real Sandler revelation for yeah. me, and this was what cemented it. And I think that that's something we should come back to in like, this episodes. Is, this is absolutely the quintessential question, is was Adam Sandler movies ever genuinely good, or do we just have, like, fond memories because we like juvenile... Well, also, that it's, 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 it's very much like that juvenile fart joke kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, like... One thing that I really liked about this song was you could see in it that he really liked playing this song. Yeah. It was just so good to see Adam Sandler still So what you're saying, fun. Yeah, what yeah. You're saying is Adam Sandler movies much more enjoyable before the light behind his eyes faded and oh, he lost he all joy. I would, I would just like, that's what I want to pinpoint. I want to pinpoint the moment at which 
The joy left It was him. when the Adam Sand light box turned off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Get fucked. I would just like to quickly say that this, the SNL best of, uh, it, it's through this, like, actually, he's not a terrible singer. No, no, he's no, quite he's a really, he's no, pretty he good. He's pretty good. He's not a guitarist, but he's, 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 he's pretty good. Terrible. I mean, he's, he's was, okay. He, he can play chords. This was the yeah, thing. This was when Adam Sandler Batman. was really in prime Adam Sandler condition. He was. He, he was. He was good at singing. Prime Sandlord. He was Sandlord Prime. Sandlord Prime. <laughs> he was pretty. Cut. I want that on a He was shirt. pretty cut as well, as we can mm. see from some of the sketches. Like he was just. He was at the best Adam Sandler could be, and I don't know that that stayed true throughout his career. I. Honestly, I predicted that this episode wouldn't go on that long because I thought we wouldn't have that much to say. But I think it's actually there's a lot based on the fact that this there's was, a lot to pull This apart. was so so Formative. much of the formative Sandler years yeah. of the Sandlord years. Yeah, you know, apologies, I misspoke. And it's, it's probably the most we've seen of him. Well, since because it's spanned overboard. It spanned from him being yeah. a virtual unknown to being and Sandlord. I, and I expected it. I honestly expected this to be more solid than it was, and it's not. It's really shaky. It's so mm. shaky, and I think that we'll be able to shaky see this. Moskowitz? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> no, but seriously, I think we'll be able to see this like two things. Like I expected, I thought that that's this... not even his name. It's Shecky. It's <laughs> good. Though. You're fucking Morgan, awful. Morgan, <laughs> you're garbage. You're pure. You're absolute that, shit. That was a solid joke. And call back <laughs> oh. to episode one. Get but, fucked. But I thought great. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I thought that this SNL was going to be really good, and it was going to be like. This is why he became famous, and it's 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 really like it's it's as questionable as a lot of his later movies. Like I don't think it's that fantastic, and it's like it's okay, and it has hints of all of the good and all of the bad. I think I, I think the thing about SNL is if you're on it for a couple of years, as long as you don't do something like real fucked publicly, like an anti like anything kind of rant, you're probably gonna do all right in like because you've made enough friends in comedy that will probably. Maybe do better than you and put you in movies. Like, you, it's a good launching pad for me. And we, we have... You, I mean, that's obvious. In the 40 years that SNL's been around, you can look back and go... All these people who look back and go, man, that person was on SNL. Of course they were. But at the time, they weren't this... Like, Will Ferrell was not... Will Ferrell, he is now, or arguably was recently and is not really anymore. Yeah. He was just some guy who happened to get a role on yeah. SNL. Like, maybe he had a yeah. little bit of, like, stuff under his belt, but he was basically just some guy. It is... A launching pad, and that's what's important about. And we this. will we will cover that more in our, is, our Will Ferrell podcast. I've course. been trying to think of a name for like the past which, thirty which seconds. I, honestly, we've been joking every Ferrell. time we talk about another podcast. But that actually would be worth. I doing. would fucking do the shit out of that dude. Podcast. Yeah, a Will Ferrell. Will, will, Ferrell. will Ferrell is so good. We will, will Ferrell. Ferrell. No, will Ferrell and SNL as well. And I've rewatched Will Ferrell's SNL. He has two best ofs. I've watched them both he recently. Is, Honestly, that sounds like a way more enjoyable no, podcast. Okay. Than Having Morgan, right don't now. undermine what we're currently doing. <laughs> yeah, do not, do not undermine our art, Morgan. I do not undermine God, our Morgan. art. You're on thin ice with that shaky muscle. You're in Moscow a sandbox, show. and you better accept it. <laughs> what do you mean? It. You're, you're fucking are... lucky you've got a fucking microphone and a computer. You didn't. You'd be out of here, Morgan. Like you're buried up to your head in the sandbox, and you better deal with it. What about? What do you mean by your art? I do most of the work for this. Work is not art. This is art. What you do after this, that's like. Technical. That's yeah, like but science, baby. I cut it, this is the art. I cut it together so it shapes what you're saying. He's gonna like edit in a line that's just said, Well, Morgan, I'm a big dummy. And fuck you. <laughs> well, you've just done his work for him, man. You can just take that out and put it back in. <laughs> to it's be fair, Morgan. Morgan's a lovely boy. Morgan is a lovely boy. He's a lovely boy. I the fuck Morgan. you for that shaky muscular <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I think we need I, to, I maintain it we need solid. To move, we need to keep moving because we, we are move, really like, getting oh, oh, oh boy, am I excited. Oh, oh, oh shit. Okay, so the next sketch is... Shit, son! Pretty unequivocally the best sketch. It's the best one. It is it's the best it was sketch. It is great. It is a sketch that is immediately so relatable to anyone that's ever had their heart broken, which is everyone in this room except maybe Chris is a bit of a fuckboy. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, guys, guys if you wanted to experience one of us getting our heart broken, you probably would have in episode one. Dude, immediate, <laughs> immediate <laughs> shades of girls are not to be trusted. And by so, Derek and so, <laughs> and so, having introduced it thusly, I would just like to we say we come to the Denise show. I would just like to say I think he should, like, if he wants to revive his career, bring back. The Denise Show Netflix exclusive exclusive episode. He actually made yeah. the Denise I Show. I would watch the I shit out of that. I don't know that the Denise no, Show is I, something that you could actually recreate. I reckon. No, I, I reckon with Denise creative show, writing, you could show, actually bring it to life. Absolutely, could be a fantastic like weekly YouTube show, like five mm. minute episodes YouTube show. That I would watch I the do, shit out of that. Okay, this is what's the premise? It's someone, a fucking break. break okay, it down. so he's just. He's been dumped by Denise. I can't. What's his character? I don't remember what his character. Is. It's Adam Sandler. It's fucking Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. He's been. Ooh. He's been dumped by the girl from Charmed. Yeah, he's been dumped by Shannon Doherty. Because <laughs> <laughs> who was hosting the episode? Her name is Denise. She does crop up at one point during the episode briefly mm. for no discernible reason other than she was the host of the episode. Look here, that lady, you know. Stop putting your fucking drink down so hard on the table. The microphone's the right there, you dickhead. For fuck's sake. You're worse than Morgan. You're. Gum. Fuck you, Oliver. You're on shaky okay, ground. So, so what? I, <laughs> so what I like about the Denise show is it is it is immediately with the intro where he's like he's been dumped. He wants her back now. If you've ever been dumped before, and I pray that you have, uh, that's, a, not, that's a, that's a horrible thing. To no, no. Me. Let me finish. Genuinely. If you've never been dumped, I would argue you are not as well-rounded a human being as you could be. It is a very important experience to go through. I, I think would, it I shapes would, who you are. I as would a person. argue that you may potentially be a sociopath if you've not been dumped by a person, or if you've not felt this way. Let's, yeah. So let's not offend our audience, guys. No, no. no our audience, no, I've never our audience can suck my dick. Guys, guys Chris wait, has Chris, never been have dumped. Have you genuinely never been? Dumped? This is why I said it. This is why I said it's relatable. Everyone except fuckboy Chris. No, fuck. I have. I have. Were you sad? No, but thing is though. I okay, was, let's let's take a let's take like, a brief let's briefly take a break from this discussion okay. of the day show. Chris, tell us about your relationship breakdown. How did it make okay. you feel? It was that's implied. Okay, this is the thing though. I was gonna break up with her. Get fucked, you're out. <laughs> and I wussed out because I'm a giant bitch, baby. Yeah. And then less than a week later, she dumped me, and I was like, no. Okay, because I'll, I'll admit, like, I've been in a relationship where it's like, I need to end this. Relationship's a strong word. I've, I've dated girls in the middle. I need to end this, but I don't know how. So I just won't. Yeah, so I'm just, I won't, but I also will put in zero effort. So then she okay, goes, so the, yeah, I'm done. It's like, oh, that's a bummer. So you, <laughs> you pulled the, you pulled the move of, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work up the cojones to actually end a relationship. I'll just be garbage for a while. No, no. <laughs> and then she'll dumb No, that's a bit strong. I wasn't garbage, I just was a bit distant. distant. Yeah. God. And it wasn't a full on ghosting, because I was like responsive, just not as responsive as I could have been. I think God. we can all, all relate to this almost as much as we can all relate to the Denise. Alright, so yeah, yeah. That, was, so that, was a, that was a solid emotional as setup. as we discussed right before the first episode of this podcast, I was dumped like a motherfucker. Yes. Like a so, so <laughs> like what a I, real shit. So head. what I like about this sketch is, yeah, it's it's someone who's been dumped and is heartbroken, and they 
like all you don't know what you you don't know what to do. You don't know. You have no idea. You feel directionless. All you know is you wanna get him back. I think, so, so no, what, but I think so it's, I think this is no. Like, this what is, is this is like a teen thing? No, but ah. Uh, I think it is. It's, yeah, no, I no, no. why he says it like I yeah, think it, I think it's structures more... it so much like a teen thing where it's like we've been because okay he's like we've the whole we're, Chuck E. Cheese he's thing. like she broke up with me six yeah. weeks ago and he's still fucked up after six weeks ago it's like it's it's a real teen okay, thing. No, the thing no, you no, have that's... to understand, Luke, is you experience your teens in your early twenties. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> what it is? It is no, though. no. Let's get serious for a moment here. There's a few things that are important to this. First of all. Yeah, obviously in your teens, you're, you, you're very hormonal. Like, you are more susceptible to emotion. But also to say, oh, you're still over six, after six weeks, it's also entirely subject to the relationship. Oh, for sure. If you're with someone for fucking years and years and years, it's probably going to take you more than six weeks to get over it. I don't know about that. Like, this is very much... It's also... I think it's, it's super good. exaggerated. I think That's the point. Yeah. Is it's like, he's taken this idea to its logical conclusion by going, let's make a fucking, like... A, like a, t- a call-in like fucking TV show about this. Obviously, no one's going to actually do that. But I reject the idea that it's a teen thing, like that it's exclusively a teen thing. I just think that taking it to this level is much more... It makes it much more like a teen relationship because they are more emotional. Yeah. Because you're not an adult and you respond in a fucking stupid, immature way. I feel life. like we're getting too above and beyond this sketch because it's a no. Very but this is this sketch. is relevant. It is though. I want to I want to point out this sketch is the first time I've genuinely laughed, like had a great time in this entire Adam Sandler. It was it was oh, a fuck. solid great Chris time. And I were having an awesome time watching this episode. I, like, like this sketch. Like, I really it was, wish, I really wish we'd watched this now together. The, the bit the bit where he's just like I'm going to I'm going to call her up. And hang up. And hang up <laughs> it was really good. And then my dad's called <laughs> me. He's like, "Hey, and, the, and it's that awesome like it's like that intro to the yelling Sandler that I don't know if we've I don't know if we've experienced Not really, that. No. There was that one yet. in brief thing in one of the other yeah. movies, but it was brief. It was it's very like there is more of it that is, to come. It is also my only my only complaint about this sketch is it went on a bit too long. Mm-hmm. I I hundred percent disagree. I think this, I think it went on long. I think I, it was I, good. I, think, I think it was gold to the end. Though. I think no. I think I think it could have been like tighter. The, the guest thing it happened like that. How could it be any tighter? Like, it was because perfect. He called the no, new boyfriend, and it was. I don't think in. I, I think the one thing that could have been cut is. Denise didn't need to come on the oh, show. Denise also didn't like the need second to be there. dad call. Like, it could have been tight. I like the second dad call. I really, I really I just, the callback. I, I actually, think, I think it could have been tight. I actually think that this sketch was perfect. No, I think I, I just, I, just like I Denise. enjoyed it, but I just felt it was too. She was perfect. All right, what was the next sketch? All I've got written down is more gay jokes. Um, <laughs> well, so there's Opera Man. It there's was, Opera Man, and then, and then the possibly the weirdest uh, sketch. Women's gays, Europeans. Yeah. yeah, this is the Europeans portion ah. of, the, uh, of, of the show. And it's <laughs> Rob, Rob Schneider thinks he's every no, single... No, Rob race. Schneider is every ethnicity. That's that's the takeaway <laughs> Dude, from this. That's, show. Is, that's, he is that's his genuinely not... So, that's his secret. He, so, he is genuinely not, though. No, he so this, thinks that he is, though. Also, this sketch was also a callback to a sketch they had done previously where it, so okay is it the restaurant that they yeah. referenced no so Kirstie Alley and Kevin Nealon are a married couple they go on a honeymoon Kevin Nealon's honeymoon great they go on a honeymoon to Rome what the fuck happened to Kirstie Allen Kirstie Alley Alley she she did she got old man it happens like I, I think she was in like five things she and like they were the biggest things and then nothing 
I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. She's, but she's, she's, I mean, this she is, is this is a couple of movies. So the joke. This isn't Kirstie Alley Cats, the Kirstie Alley podcast. The joke. <laughs> That's after this. <laughs> Fuck. Chris. That gave me pause. That was <laughs> save it. Is that a save cat's it? Joke? That was pretty good. Is that, a that was a good joke. That gave me pause. That was a good it joke. Just... <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm out. I'm fuck. I'm out. You guys. I'm um, fuck. No, you got to explain the sketch. <laughs> all right. So the sketch is. It's just yeah. They're, they're on a honeymoon, and the joke is, all these Italian dudes in Rome, led by Rob Schneider. Uh, okay. Now it's a known thing that it's quite European to you say hello, you kiss on the cheek. It's it's an affectionate greeting. It's it's quite natural. It's European. Yeah. When I went to France for a month and came back, I insisted yeah. on doing it to everyone because I was a fuckhead seventeen-year-old oh, yeah. who just wanted any excuse to kiss girls on the cheek because no, I, I was like... also a sexually desperate seventeen-year-old. <laughs> I would like to say what this sketch not predatory. They were my this age. sketch posits that that extends out to oh, I'm a European. I uh, I'm just, I perform cunnilingus on everybody. Oh, so yeah, okay, well it gets to that point. I think we need to build up to it though. Oh, yeah. I mean, so basically it's a bunch of Italian dudes, including Adam Sandler. There's also Chris Farley in there, because Chris Farley's in everything, because he fucking should be. Yeah, he's great. Uh, someone who looked like Jimmy Fallon, who Oliver says is Mike Myers, I'll take your word for it, because I got no fucking idea. For sure it was Mike Myers. I don't understand why anybody doesn't realise so, it was Mike Myers. It was definitely so Mike Ad- Myers. But the thing about it, so Adam Sandler... I think it was time travelling Jimmy Fallon, though. It so, was Mike Myers. So Adam Sandler, nah, like I feel like it was. I'm pretty sure. I feel if, like it, it was Jimmy Fallon if from we like this year. I'm pretty sure it was Mike Myers. This <laughs> is not the. I wish I come with a pun for Mike I'm Myers name, but I can't. Sure. You guys got anything? Um, dude, it's Mike Myers, but with just the microphone sort of thing. There it is. Microphone. Uh, Mic Myers. Visual yeah, podcast. Yeah. It's microphone Myers. Microphone sure. Myers, the podcast. Alright, sure. But it's not that podcast, is my point. <laughs> uh, so, Adam Sandler in this, like, even by the standards of this sketch, bit of a weird, like, quite weird. Very like, high-pitched voice. Bit of a simpleton, because that's the Sandler. What about, it, it's it 100%. It was the Waterboy. No, it wasn't as much the Waterboy's content. It's, it, it's, I, I wrote this down. This is Sandlord with yes. a bit of an accent. Yes. With an Italian accent. He goes the boob grab... Uh, they order some food, he goes back and comes back. Pulls a bra out of nowhere. He comes back. Great visual joke. Wearing food. Yeah, he wears food. In Just this. wearing food. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Europe. I have. People wear food there. I have, have okay. you? Yeah. Do you even know what a baguette is for? What? You it's do. for eating. <laughs> you put your dick in it. It's for putting in a paper bag and carrying around while you're wearing a striped shirt no, and a beret and riding dicks. a bike in front of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, like baguette's 100% a visual food, <laughs> It's like it's, it's not even for food. It's just man. It's part of a costume. So yeah. So Adam Sandler's wearing this this food bikini, more or less. And he's carrying a knife. But also the most notable thing I <laughs> my favorite bit about that is because I got the food and good old Chris Farley grabs like a pork chop off his dick <laughs> and just, takes a bite. Just just gets into it. And I very much enjoyed that. Oh, by the way, the entire time that he's that he's walked in, this whole exchange going on. Rob Schneider is really just like Under going to town on Kirstie yeah. Alley's vagina. Into oh, yeah. it. Under the covers, through that v. Oh, he, he's he flipping is so many pages in that V. With his tongue. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. How do you flip pages? I mean, you can flip pages more than one way, man. If we're talking about... We'll get to that later. <laughs> we will. We will get to that later. <laughs> oh, so, so, yeah. So this is a sketch where everyone wants to fuck Kirstie Alley and also their weird Europeans. I think we should keep going. 
the next sketch. Next we have the sketch. Thoroughly it's enjoyed another it. segment from Weekend Update. I it was very much. I, I it was, it was a one joke premise. Yeah. I liked it a lot. That, I, yeah, it worked well. quite well. It was just Adam Sandler is the character called Cajun Man. Cajun Man where, party correspondent. Where his his he'd be asked questions and his response would be generally one word ending in like in shong, like shong, <laughs> like saying it in the Cajun accent, which is like yeah. My, my only my only note is just Cajun Man is also great. Still, all about his. Yeah, I read, this is this is a dumb joke, but it's great. So I like that. There's just so many sketches that are one joke, and then you get it, and then it just keeps going. No, but this one worked. I think this one really I, worked. And I th- sometimes you could say like, I'm not sure how scripted it was because you could see him thinking about it. No, like, it was definitely sometimes because he was like, it seemed like he was it thinking was about it at points. But like, it was good. I don't think there's much more to say about Cajun Man. I think we should. No, there it. was it's... there was a. There was a weekend update sketch later on that made me question the fact that every SNL sketch is supposedly and we'll get to it. Oh, scripted. Yeah, before, before. I think I know which one that's going to be. But we'll get to that. So, um, yeah, the next sketch is the one I f- I didn't understand. The Zagat's guy. The Zagat's. Okay, I was like, okay, what no, is this? No, Why is this a sketch? Can I offer a summation of this sketch? Sure. My summation of this sketch is. When I got married, I, I didn't, didn't want, want to. to. Yeah. So, so, so. First of all, the first thing to note about this sketch is I enjoyed it purely because Chris Farley and drag is actually always funny to me. It wasn't no, though. No, but Chris this... Farley. No, Chris Farley's mannerisms. They're just fucking perfect. Yeah, the faces like, he makes. Start, like, oh yeah, that's cool. And that's like the sketch goes on. Too oh, long. it does go on. Too Chris long. Farley cannot save this sketch. But if you just like watch his 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 mannerisms are amazing. But yeah, the joke here is Adam Sandler is old is an old man who hates his wife. If only that's the whole joke. That it's, world, this right? is the pilot to it's always uh, everyone it, else's friend. Except for the fact that uh, Chris Foley's character liked Adam Sandler's character, where yeah. everyone else remember they hate each other. Uh, also, both dead now. R.I.P. in peace. Yes. Uh, also, the other thing that I liked about this is because of Chris Foley, Adam Sandler looked like he was going to break the whole time, and I did. Yeah. Enjoy, I enjoyed that. Oh, there was definitely. It also looked there like was he, he was reading lines off a. Prompt. There no was, one, no one loved this sketch more than the people in it. Yeah, that's also because the people in it like this. You know who also could not save this sketch? David Duchovny. No, David. <laughs> who is too? I don't want to say he's handsome, sure, but I wouldn't say he's too traditionally handsome to play a woman. But there's something about his jawline. Oh, he, he cannot a, play a woman. He has an he was, alien-looking body. He was not he's doing a woman's voice. He was doing that's his true. own voice. That was the biggest problem with him as a woman in this sketch is that he was just speaking normally. I don't know because David Spade was just doing David Spade's voice in one of the first. Yeah, but David Spade is more effeminate than David Duchovny. Yeah, I think it was great. He is more effeminate than David Duchovny, I would say. I mean, no arguments here. Uh, also, the I suppose more legitimate punchline than "I hate my wife" is "Lol, I'm gonna kill myself." Lol. <laughs> Yeah, he just like, takes a bunch yeah. of sleeping pills, pills and like fucking collapses, and then they just keep they talking just about Zagat's guy. Yeah, but look, now that one I don't think was scripted because I think it was just them legitimately. It was Chris Farley legitimately reading out the things he yeah. finds in the Zagat's guy. I think that is actually what happened. But the, but I don't is, think that was. Scripted. There is a bit where like Chris Farley is just like putting his hand on Adam Sandler's knee and he starts laughing, and I think that must have been not planned. I think. Well, it's, it's just a, it's an like odd he, sketch, like and it's doing, hard like to really get behind Chris, and in the mindset and I'm doing of it. Right I just now, touched the end of my dick, and I've, I've just I've just like touched the, the tip of Chris's pants. Actually, you're still doing it, so um, it's getting further away. And this is definitely like this is the kind of thing that makes you uncomfortable with your friendship with other men. 
I look. I, yeah, I think this sketch. This sketch. <laughs> and that's why Adam Sandler is strange. This sketch had <laughs> not me. This sketch had <laughs> issues, but I can't dislike Chris Farley. I can't. What I'm getting. What, yeah, I hated the sketch. Like the sketch. Just, just because Chris Farley's in drag is, doesn't mean you can put anything on. No, this is no, a categorical no, bad Chris, sketch. Chris Farley. Chris Farley saved this for me. I didn't think it was as bad as you guys did. No, no it was a bad sketch. Yeah, it was. Chris terrible. Farley can't save everything. That moving being, on. Right, that being said. I would like to preface this next segment by saying I zoned out during a lot of the musical numbers in this one. Like okay. I, I, I played attention. So my notes on this were Lunch Lady song. I'll probably zone out again. Spoiler. Immediately. Never mind. I'm back in. Yeah. Because. Immediately. Okay. So this song started. I'm like, oh, I know this song. It's a classic. And I'm like, I was like, does this have, this has Chris Farley in it, right? And then it zooms out. And yes, oh, it does. I, I just wanted to make a final comment on the, um, the sketch about um, no, we've moved on. Where he's a he hates his wife. Yeah. Okay. What the main thing with that is that it just I don't understand why it was in the best of Adam Sandler because it just could have benefited from somebody else other than Adam Sandler playing that character. I think there's another sketch that has the same there issue was, later. Yeah, there was nothing about Adam Sandler that made that sketch work. So moving on to Lunch Lady Land, Chris, I. Uh, yeah, okay, so... He's a lunch lady. Chris Farley's a lunch lady. It was great. Now, Chris Farley, and I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast or how, you know, widespread it may Everyone, be. Everyone, everywhere. Okay, well, assuming famous. that is the case, Chris Farley in this song legitimately looks like a woman that I know. And I don't want to name names or specify how because that's too much detail. But there's a woman I know that I'm, looks... I'm with you, I'm with like, you. No, no, you don't know. He, I, I did make a comment that was just lunch lady land I'm a little bored Chris Farley does look like a lunch lady no though. see this this like <laughs> this this I, I really enjoy this because again I always enjoy Chris Farley and also like again he almost makes him crack uh he does, he does and it's just I have a fond memory of this song I remember this song it's it's like a classic song and it is I would say of all the songs that he does in this best of it is the most actual song like yeah. full instrumentation actual song question yes now, it's been many years since I've watched it, and we'll find out next week. Does Chris Farley play the lunch lady in Billy Madison? Uh, no, he plays the bus driver. Correct. Uh, the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, look, I enjoyed the this sketch. Um, the other thing that I noted about it was uh, Sarah Silverman is in this sketch as yep. Old Noodles. Yeah, yep. she was a right... I, I so, if you've not good. watched this, people, it's probably on YouTube, and if you've ever wanted to see Sarah Silverman play a container of Old Noodles... You're in luck. She's also, if you guys, want... Sarah Silverman has got range. She nailed all as one of you guys. Most appearances. You guys, Sarah Silverman is in her forties at this point, and I still absolutely would. God, she's so hot. No, generally, um, she was a writer on SNL. Like she yes, was never yes, a performer. Was. This no. was one of her earliest appearances, which is on cool. SNL. It's it is really cool. So yeah, that's it. Was a good. I, I enjoyed it. Because, like, yeah, I didn't pay attention I to most no the other musical I numbers. No I, was, I, thought, sketch, I thought it was... If okay, you guys yeah. hated on the Zagat Sky one, I think Chris Farley's physicality in this was and like, this, far superior. His physicality is okay. No, 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 no. Chris Farley best of. I said that, for me, this is a, a Chris Farley... Like, this becomes Chris Farley appreciation. His physical comedy is not just okay. It is fantastic. It's pretty fantastic. It's fantastic. And it's, that was true of his character in um, Airheads and as well. there's another sketch coming up, where, which is really like the 
epitome of his his physicality. There's some great stuff in it. Some of it a little unnecessary, but we'll get to that. This uh, next sketch this, is the laziest. No, sketch. no, no. This next sketch I quite enjoyed. I enjoyed I actually, it. I actually yes. really liked this. <laughs> I enjoyed no, it. no, no, no. This sketch. The thing I about the sketch is this thing about the sketch is. It started out okay, so it's Adam Sandler on Wicked Update as himself talking about Halloween costumes I've got for lazy all people. All of the costumes, and oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Can we go through that in a second? But the thing about this sketch is, at first I was like, "What is this?" But it's one of those things where it came back around on me. Like, first of all, he was doing the Sandlord character the entire time. Yeah, absolutely, sure. Uh, also, just a quick note for anyone who's familiar with current SNL, he very much reminded me of Pete Davidson in this. Oh, okay. yeah, it was the yeah, same kind of I thing he does on Wicked Update. Sure, yeah, uh, but with more dumb character work because Pete Davidson usually tells a story, a tangentially related story to what is being talked about. The this is more yeah. stand up. So, this so is more character. I, what I took away from this was it was funnier to me than I felt it should have been because it's basically just. A crazy man who wants candy is the theme. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually the repetition really got to me and made me laugh. Like, I genuinely laughed at this because the repetition got so ridiculous. Uh, Morgan, would you like to list all of the car- all so the costumes he goes through? He goes through the first costume is Smiley Boy. <laughs> now, smiley Boy is just a man who is smiling. It's just a yeah, smiley, just a smiley man. man smiling, who asking wants for candy. candy. Yes. Second, we have About to Sneeze Man, who also wants candy. Self-explanatory, I would say. <laughs> uh, <next laughs> I, I feel like... At this point, we can say all of them want candy. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. The running theme, as I've said, is he is a little bit crazy and wants candy. All, right. and all this of is, them. This next one is where he starts to uh, so get, mix it up a bit. Bit, get some props involved. We've got crazy newspaper face. Shoves some newspaper down the front of his shirt and uh, speaks through it, muffled because his mic is attached to his Looks shirt. So great. Newspaper in the way. It's... It's dumb. Kevin, At this point, I'm like, where are they going with this? Also, at this point, Kevin Nealon is close to breaking. Yeah, yes. He is, he's having because I feel like this as well was one of those things where like he was just making it up as he went along. It must have been. Um, so this one we have. Yep. Next one we was also this have the newspaper. Was during the period when uh, Lord Michaels was not involved? I don't know. Uh, I don't believe. I thought that was in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe so, but I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. Next up is a crazy newspaper unicorn man. <laughs> okay, so he rolls it up and sticks on his head like a unicorn. This bit was stupid. Okay, there's. I didn't part... like this bit. This bit was dumb. No, this there's is where this is where I was like, this isn't funny anymore. But then as it kept going on, it got funny. No, yeah. no, no. There's a line. It's like his career. As part of this We're just character. Just waiting for it to get funny. There's part of this character that really made me wonder about Adam Sandler as a person. Go on. He. Mentions the fact that he is nearly extinct. Now, there's two ways you can take this. Jewish people. No. There's two ways you can take this. There's not that many Jews. That's not one of them. Either. Jewish people. Either it's a really absurdist kind of. They're quite. Shut up. They're a minority, man. It's either an absurdist kind of idea that his character that he's playing thinks that unicorn men are like nearly extinct and that's kind of funny about it. Or Adam Sandler thinks unicorns are real and they're almost extinct. I don't believe that for a second. Or it's a joke about unicorns. That was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably that. His it's character. That one. Or Jewish people. I think he thinks unicorns are real. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't think, think he thinks unicorns are real. I think he did at the time. Um, Next character, uh, crazy yeah, sneaker hand. Okay, so he just takes his shoe off and puts it on his hand. I'm not even convinced he took a show up. It looks like he I'm has a shoe waiting build, there. I'm starting to get back into it at yep, this point. Yep. I'm like, this, he's committing and I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm next... starting to lose faith in <laughs> SNL as an institution. No, it, I was, I was no, back. I next was, one. I, I, was... I agree with Luke at this point. I was, starting I was to getting back on board. Um, next one. Let's let them guess what he did next. Crazy guy under the desk. 
I fucking loved it. <laughs> I was back on board. I fucking loved it. This for sure got me back. It was like, I was a little bit like, oh, maybe this is funny again. And then he just climbs on the desk and I'm like, hey, give me candy. And I was like, fuck yes, I'm back in. I'm 100% on board for this. I I would go as this Halloween costume if it weren't logistically difficult to carry a desk everywhere. <laughs> it was perfect. It was very good. Was and then we get into a... Crazy protractor face where he's just wearing a protractor. No, I was getting back and out. they lost me. Yeah, again. no. The, the desk yeah. was definitely the pinnacle. Honestly, the desk is where it should have. That was and then, a definite out. And then, this is the bit where he's like, oh. and then he's like, I don't think he even planned he's had a protractor. He's like, protractor I need beard. one more. Crazy protractor beard. Yeah, no. I was like, yeah, all right. Let's, you should have left the desk. For sure. Improvised. So, but the desk, the desk was really very good. So, okay. Yeah. Next sketch. Old Wait, lady can I can I um, offer can I offer a definitive sentence of what this sketch is about? Okay, sure. This sketch is about Michael Keaton fucks. <laughs> Counterpoint. <laughs> yes. Hard. Counterpoint. That's the subplot of this sketch. Yeah. The main point of this sketch is Chris Farley's grandma hates him. Of course, you're yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> really hates him. The part of this, the part of this sketch is. He fucks so hard he gets blood on his shirt. <laughs> he gets blood. <laughs> that, he comes back. I think that blood. was meant to be from him, spoiler alert, beating up Chris Farley. Yeah. But it did seem a little like he was getting blood on his shirt from fucking. So <laughs> Which which adds a dimension to this sketch. But <laughs> on the one hand, I'm a little repulsed by that like maybe there's violence involved, but on the other hand, I'm a little intrigued. So <laughs> But the but this is the thing though. He progressively comes back looking different. And I think he was supposed to get I mean, blood in his fucking from Chris Farley. But then at the... Like, the fact that at the end he comes back and goes pants down his underwear and, like, just makes it seem like the blood came from fucking... I mean... So, this is a sketch where we have Chris Farley and, and, Kate, and Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton, who are brothers, yes. who live with their grandma, who is played Her by Adam Sandler. Sandler. This is another which example... Was, I would like to say... Which is just Sandler in a way. No, but this is another I example... Say, I forgot Adam Sandler was in the, I just forgot that that was like I was like yeah it's an old lady whatever and I'm like no that's Adam Sandler hey like, that's good fucking acting yeah. man he was not he was not awful no but this is another sketch where I think again it could have been anyone else and it would have worked just as well like I mean obviously that's not like in SNL you cast whoever but for it to be in the best of Adam Sandler to me is like a little odd I think yeah because it was like, it was, he was fine I guess but it was he great. wasn't like he wasn't the best thing about that sketch by far it was great work between Michael Keaton and Chris Farley well, and that's the other thing. Adam like, was just this, this was the pinnacle to me of like just how good Chris Farley is at physical comedy. He brought a fucking shelf down on his head. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Like, he's yeah. very good. And I don't feel like we need to go into like blow by blow on this one. I think we can just say, yeah, it's just he's trying to help his grandma. His grandma only likes Michael Keaton's character and won't let Chris Farley do anything. And anytime he tries to help, she accuses him of like trying to hit him or stealing his money, which inevitably leads to Michael Keaton beating the shit out of Chris Farley with like, sex blood like genuinely yeah. jumping over the couch with some it's, it's pretty a bit full on physical it's, comedy it's some real there's some like if not for the fact that it's obviously fake it's some real like it's like man that is a that is a serious like that home is like that's a fucked place to be man there's a lot of domestic violence yeah, going on there yeah it's crazy it's a bit fucked yeah man next, but, next. comedy uh, next, so, okay, next, the next sketch, sketch the next, next sketch, sketch, the next, next sketch, sketch. Fuck! Yeah, no, this next Ooh, sketch, next, this next okay. sketch is by far the low point uh, of the entire thing. My my re- immediate reaction was just Chris would vouch for this. 
they said they said the words Iraqi Pete, and I went, oh, oh and I went, oh shit. Okay, okay, because here's the thing. Here's this. No, this, this, here's the thing. Okay, so this sketch, first of all, I couldn't tell what the point was. Now, I don't no. know. And this, I still no, 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 no. Don't know. I, think, I think was the thing. I think I think we are looking at it with the benefit of hindsight, and also the fact that we're not monsters and know that war has victims on all sides. Right? I think we all inherently but know like, that. This, this, this yeah. sketch, I mean, sure. this sketch, I can't tell. There are two ways you could look at this sketch, and I genuinely... Jewish people. Jewish people. Yeah, absolutely. Or he, or something about unicorns. I genuinely <laughs> don't know what was intended. So either this sketch is about vilifying Iraqis to make the war effort seem more legitimate, or, second option, it was like a dig other attempts to do that. Like, it was trying yeah. to satirise that. I really hope it's the latter, and knowing what I know about the political leanings of SNL, I choose to believe it's the latter. I think it's more likely. Yeah. Like but, if it was a satire, it was very well done, because it didn't seem satirical at all. It just seemed a bit fucked. But no, but I think, I think the most, the most thing about it was, like, I think that topic was less loaded at that point. I agree. I and that's, that's why that is we have the benefit of hindsight to go like, this is kind of fucked. Especially because there's still issues in that area that are still real fucked. And it's crazy, like that many years and probably later. Weren't, well, no, they probably weren't that fucked at the time. Exactly. Mm. I think, like first Gulf War, I th- I shit think was going the main, down. I think the main thing was it was probably way easier to justify a joke yeah. about that at that point in time. So I think that sketch above all others has aged. And I'm talking like sketches, oh. sketches that are real gay panic. This sketch aged the poorest. Oh, that sketch is it's, dated to death. It's really bad. That sketch bad. is worth nothing anymore because of the, the because of time. Speaking yeah. of sketches like, that I don't know what the point is, we move on to the final sketch. <laughs> I liked it. The Hurley boy. I liked I it. No, I did too. I did too. I, I, once I it got into it, I, I enjoyed I did it. a drawing. Again, again, <laughs> drawing? again. This is a sketch where the repetition worked in its favour. I was like, I googled Herlihy. I did as well. Because I'm like, is this a reference? It's not. It's not. Every result was about the sketch. Please let me water your place. Yeah. And it's not it's like, okay. If it's like, please let me sleep in your bed. It's like, that's kind of weird. Uh, it's like, please let on. me live with you. You've already let me sleep in your bed. That's pretty good. And also, it also and just the felt like... the last line was, he's, he's going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was real funny. It just... It also just felt like an excuse as well for like for Chris Farley to yell, which is also good. Oh yeah, I forgot Chris Farley yelling in desperation is, is one of the funniest. <laughs> he just the way that he trail. gets and the way that his wig is all over the place. <laughs> he gets so into it, like he gets so passionate, and you can't help but like like the, the thing between Adam Sandler in classic Sandlord doing that character, but doing it in a way that it's like. This is pretty good, combined with Chris Farley getting real passionate about bullshit. And I feel like it was a winning combination. <laughs> and the camera work really worked. It was goddamn pointless, well. but it was fucking no, dull. Genuinely, this is classic sandal. It is. It really it's is. Such classic sandal. Like, slave sleep in your bed. <laughs> Come on, you're already slave sleep in your bed. He's already there. He's, He's a good bed. boy. He's a good boy. It's this one. I do recommend. It is hard to explain. I. I I'm sure if you YouTube Hurley, by the way, I did Google, yeah. it's spelt, or you said, I believe it's spelt H-E-R-L-I-H-L-Y. Yeah. I believe. Like, like uh, it, it is hard to explain, but I feel like it, it genuinely does get at some real fantastic stuff about Sandler. Like, I have a question. It's real good. Was... 
Chris Pauly his dad? Or like, what was the relationship? You know what? There? You know what? It's unclear, <laughs> and I like it that way. I, don't I think, know, and I don't care. Yeah, I think that it would be the sketch would be was lessened he, if was we were to know. Dad was it management who just wants this employee to have a fucking job? I no one knows. No, I prefer not to know. I prefer I prefer not to know. I think it's much funnier if we don't know. Uh, and, and it's just an adult that wishes people would hear him out. Yes, yes, <laughs> and has chosen to take up the cause of this nice young man that wants to look after your plants, wearing, sleep in your bed, and live in your house. He's wearing a really nice like suit as well. <laughs> nice is a strong word. <laughs> but he's wearing like he is wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit that is a deliberate choice. It is a deliberate choice. Yes. And he's just like. He just wants people to listen to this. It's also man. he's he's clearly wearing a wig, despite the fact that it's not that different to his actual hair. No. <laughs> it's really Which, not. Both of them are wearing wigs for no discernible reason <laughs> other than it looks funny, and it does. It does it look really funny. Does. Solid sketch. Solid so sketch it is a so, and, and that's a solid. And, and obviously we've already that, discussed Opera Man. It's, it's, the it's, no, it's and yes, because we've already discussed Opera Man. So it's that no us, Denise show, but it's good. It's, it's up there. Good. It's also it's it's a far it's it also is like quite far flung from the preceding sketch of Iraqi Pete. Oh yeah, it's Iraqi. a real good palate cleanser, guys. It's a real palate cleanser. Iraqi Pete was Iraqi Pete was real So that brings us to the end of uh, the that brings us to the end of the old years of SNL without a sound. Yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously we have our segments that we need to address. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. So our weekly segment. Yes, so... Uh, let's just get into it. Let's get into it. Yes, that's right. It is time for the Covert Allen Report. Ah, uh, not in it. So that's it. Or very covert. Well, yes, yeah. uh, but no, very much not in Maybe this. Maybe in the audience at some point. I mean, he is a good friend of Adam Sandler's. Probably drove stage. Adam Sandler to the set at least once. Yeah, I, I would actually like to know more about their relationship outside of the fact I that he's... I don't really... Yeah, don't know. They're obviously friends, but like, I don't know, man. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. Okay, uh, next segment. Uh, we have, does this... Well, it's not a movie, but does it pass the Bechdel test? Just like a fucking chat with another fucking girl for once. Fuck. Ah, no. Uh, no. Nope. Absolutely not. No. Do you the, count? No. Okay. Yes. Even if we did. Okay. Even if we were to. No. Even if we did. Can I please? No. Can I please? Even if we were to count Adam Sandler in drag and David Spade uh-huh. in drag as women. Yeah. They. Do not talk about anything other they than men. They just talk about men. Yeah. They talk so, about the Zagat guide. So it is... Qu- I mean, yeah... Oh. <laughs> no, but that's a woman to a man. No, no, no. It's David Duchovny's and, and Chris oh, Farley yeah. as women. Uh, no, I'm still I'm still saying no. My gut instinct is no. I, because also the point that of... sketch is filled with... But also... Uh, the, the, also, the also, I think we need to look at the, the sort of... If we take a like purposive approach to the Bechdel test... If it's men playing women, it's not really in the spirit. No, yeah, it's definitely not. So I would say in that sense, it's because not. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say it doesn't. Well, I'm not happy to say it, but I'm willing to say... The primary joke there is that it's, it's silly, the idea yes, of men there are women. very few women at all in this. No, so, like, it's crazy. We we should look into this. Were there women in SL at this point? I mean, we could look it up. I'm not going to. In right. the 90s? But I yes, there yes. would have been. Yeah. Maybe not as many as there are now, but there would have Why been. Why are they not in this ever? I don't know. Because well, women Maybe Adam no Sandler just didn't comedy. I mean, there, it, is a, it is a thing that people don't think women are funny. Which is stupid. Absolutely it is. It's so stupid. But it is a thing. Yeah. And sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Women have always been a, a fairly big part of SNL. It's yeah. just... It may honestly just be that Adam Sandler's... Ske- whatever sketches Adam Sandler's in, women aren't for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. I really, I can't speak the inner workings of SNL, but in summary, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test, in my opinion. And I don't, I'm willing to accept, I'm willing to hear arguments, you know, on the other, to the contrary, but I don't believe there are any strong arguments. No, there's not. So, speaking of women being respected in the media and all of that business... Let's move on to the next segment. Is it fingerable? Can you finger a boy or girl to this? Do you reckon anyone did during any of these episodes? I mean, okay. Like in the the live audience. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) If we are talking about SNL broadly, rather than the specific Adam Sandler episode, the answer is... A definitive yes, because I have got my fuck on while watching SNL. Okay. So. Interesting. Yes. I would say that it's a yes. Okay. Yeah. Now. There's definitely, I reckon there's some sketches in there where you can just be getting a little distracted. Oh, and I mean, like during, if, the, during the canteen, during Canteen Boy, I got a raging boner. I wanted to. I mean, that, that chest hair. I was really wanting to jerk my little willy. Like, just really wanting to go to town on it. That's I right. resisted because I had to take notes and I respect the medium of podcasting and I wasn't going to cheapen because, it by jerking off. I mean, because frankly, you're a respectable Christian man. <laughs> For sure. I had a real internal struggle on how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> that was the, that was, that was me trying to come up with something to say and just giving up. And uh, much, much like the uh, Canteen Boy sketch. Yes. In the Europeans who are overly affectionate sketch, I got real turned on. Oh yeah. I mean, what's not to like about Rob Schneider licking Kirstie Alley's vagina? I was ready to get down there. Sure, man. I mean, she was an attractive lady. I, I don't know what she's going on with these days, was but she? I mean, relatively, she's more attractive than any other one, other person in that sketch. Legit, legit, though. unattractive man. I, I will just say, no, Kevin I right. would consider this fingerable, but only if you've just stopped paying attention. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, no, yeah, that's, 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 that's. I think that's, that's, that's what all of us are getting at. Yeah, it's just that. You can't, you can't finger a person and pay attention and like be. Ooh, this is a very yeah, clever sketch. That's that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Just you, you don't care anymore. No, that's you can't fair. please a partner and enjoy a rocky piece. This might honestly. <laughs> I mean, I would say you could omit the first condition there and say you can't enjoy a rocky piece. I'm going to be equally I'm gonna, I'm, true. I'm going to be honest. If if I was like. Getting a blowjob and then a rugby peek over TV. It's going to be a real downturn for me. You would stop getting a blowjob. I, I, I would stop. And I would, I would have to comment the on imp- what's going the on. The implication <laughs> being that you were successfully getting a blowjob while Michael Keaton was beating up Chris Dude, Harley. dude, dude. Michael <laughs> is a sexually charged sketch, though. Dude, Michael Keaton... Absolutely. Michael Keaton is a sexual charged man. True. I mean, there's, there's, if, there's if, fuck blood everywhere. Right, so, if, if not a little bit so like... Dude, dude, a bit he's a man weird. all about the birds. So, he's a bird man. Alright, so yeah, yeah I would say, yeah, fingerable. So, uh... I don't agree. Okay, but we've discussed it enough. I was bringing it to a goddamn conclusion, dude. Let's move on. <laughs> I guess... Learn so, how to podcast, Oliver. Fucking hell. You're... Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, Chris... All right, let's uh, bring it to Chewy's Trivia Corner. Chewy's Trivia Corner. Nothing. I got nothing. There was nothing <laughs> interesting <laughs> that happened at all. I feel like we've covered a lot of it based purely on the fact that, you know, as a, as a, as a fan of SNL, I've had, like, some, I guess, things to put in there. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily trivia. I think it's more, like, anecdotal experiences having on my part having watched <laughs> it. Yeah. I do have one point to make. I would absolutely love for Opera Man to make a comeback. Just 
to have some topical well, recounting of current news with, with current. You know, Adam I Sandler, don't. I don't. I would genuinely love. I that. don't think, uh, as far as I know, Adam Sandler hasn't hosted SNL. No, he, he in seems, years. I'm sure he had at some stage. He seems to have say. no interest. Yeah, I mean that's fair about everything. I mean, yeah, that's life, not. Though. Adam that's Sandler not has no just, interest. Period. That's yeah. and that's the end of the discussion. Like he doesn't. Nothing interests him. No, I, there's something. Apart I, from I'm, making money. Has Adam Sandler completely run out of the ability to make serotonin? Look, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to say yes. This is probably the case. No, I don't know, man. Where no, actually, no. This not doctors. <laughs> there was something that was re- good podcast. There was something that was recently in uh, actually a recent news story uh, that makes me think Adam Sandler's still a pretty okay guy. But I want to save discussion of that until we get to that movie in about a million years. Maybe All I should. Right. You're gonna yeah. for, you're gonna forget Pencil that. It in. All right, I just want to mention it now. Mention it now because just I will briefly I will forget brush it. Past it. So his latest movie he's working on currently comes out soon. I believe it's called The Do Over. He plays a character. Okay, so he. Okay, there's... is it a movie or is it a series of stand-ups? I thought it was a series of stand-ups. Is it? No, because so. he plays a character named Max Kessler. That's part of the story. That's key mm-hmm. to the story. Yeah. He plays a character named Max Kessler, which is important. Because a little while ago, and I remember seeing this on Reddit, a young man posted saying, Hey, I look a lot like Adam Sandler. My name is Max Kessler. Max Kessler. Kessler. Max Kessler. Uh, and also, he's making a movie where that's his name. Yeah. And it's like, that's crazy. That's a crazy coincidence. Yeah. I Adam Sandler that. found out about this. He tweeted him saying, yeah, well, can you do this? And it was, like, it was kind of a nice back and forth between Adam Sandler and the guy. And then Adam Sandler invited him to the premiere of the movie. He went along. There's some nice photos of them together. The conclusion is... It seems like he's still a pretty okay dude. Like it, it, it was it. It's a nice story. Like it was kind of a nice, like you know, nothing fluff piece. But it was a yeah. nice story, and it made me go like, you know, maybe despite all appearances based on his films, like he doesn't give a shit in his movies. But it, it seems like he at least hasn't entirely like lost his. He hasn't got ability. Lost this. Like I mean, he still seems to be capable of enjoying life. Like he seems to have an ability to just engage not with fans mm. in a meaningful. Yeah, which is good. I would just like to clarify, I think, so the Netflix presents the do-over stand-up comedy tour. They might be doing a comedy show performance well, right. in, in lead-up to well, a movie. Does it, does it say that he's playing a character Because it that? says Netflix presents the do-over stand-up comedy live performance by Adam Sandler, David Spade, Nick Swartzen, Rob is Schneider. He, is he playing guests. a character that What does it say? It doesn't, it's just a, it's, it's a poster for a live show. I'm just going to quickly Chris, check now. as I understand it, you've watched... Uh, the Rob Schneider Netflix special, correct? I what I, I attempted to watch the Rob Schneider Netflix, which I believe, special. which I believe is called Soy Sauce and the Holocaust. Uh, it absolutely is. I think so it, I remember seeing it multiple times and just Guys, steering real clear of that. Uh, so um, thirty seconds in, it gets real racial. Just you recommend it up. Do you want to? All right. So, do you guys? Would you recommend that listeners? watch the SNL best of Adam Sandler? If they have a keen interest in Adam Sandler, sure. If they enjoy SNL. If you... If you enjoy SNL, probably most of the best dollars are worth watching. If you are listening to this podcast and you don't have a keen, like, enthusiasm for Adam Sandler, what the fuck are you doing? We're funny, that's why. For sure. Are we? Yeah, I'm with Chris on this. Dude, I've been nailing it this episode. Realistically, (laughs) realistically, you've said so little and what you have said is... Was oh I don't even want to fucking talk about it. Okay, I think realistically, as someone who does really enjoy SNL, personally, yes, I would recommend. It. Like, I think it is worth watching uh, all SNL best of for the same reason. I think it's a good like it gives you an idea of because SNL also captures what comedy was like. It captures it's directly the- it's directly relevant because all of those people spun off and made the movies of the time, yeah. and it's a good way to get a sense of what those people what got them started. So 
It captures a zeitgeist. Yes, yes. And quite well. Look, honestly, I think there are better SNL best ofs to watch. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting insight into how Adam Sandler became Sandler. Yeah, I wouldn't regret watching any SNL best ofs. I'd say if you are, as we are, interested in a critical analysis of Adam Sandler's career, this is an important part of the canon. But if you're just out for some entertainment, I'd say... Nah, you know, yeah. but I, if I, but if, with... if I want to give like a at least fifty percent out of a hundred enjoyment rating, this one doesn't qualify. I would say, I would say maybe not watch the whole special, but definitely look up the the Denise show yep. on YouTube. YouTube. That shit and. What's it called? The Hurley Boy. The Hurley Boy. Boy. And again, again, Ooh. if you want to YouTube and it, Aquaman, if you're up there. Again, if you want to YouTube it, it's H E R L I H L Y. Is how you spell Hurley. Good. I'm well, sh- I, look, I haven't looked at all, but I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find also, it. Also, Aquaman. Yes, Aquaman is also good. Those are the recommendations. You could get through all of those sketches in about 15 minutes. Also, if you've got Absolutely. some, if you've got some intense gay panic, maybe look up Canteen Boy. If you've no, if you've got intense gay panic, watch the whole thing. Just yeah. watch the whole thing. Oh, for sure. Also, if you've got also, gay panic, maybe watch the early nineties. If you've got intense gay panic, what's watch your it, fucking problem? No, genuinely, if you've got some intense gay gay panic, listen to Eddie Murphy Raw and go and see a psychologist. Holy shit! All, all right. right, so let's that, leave it there. As, I think. as episode four draws to a close. Chris? Well, are we only four episodes in? Jesus Christ. I we have like four episodes this. in. I feel like we've been doing this too long already. And I have, I feel like we've bitten off more than we can chew. Oh, I don't fuck, know if I can do fuck. this. No, we're, we're doing it. We're that. doing it. We're committing. Uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Adam Sandbox. And join us next week for Bill- Billy Madison. Billy pretty Madison. sure. Pretty, do, do you've got the fucking list. Just check. No, 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 no it's Billy fucking I, Madison. It's got to be Billy Madison. I knew what it was. It's Billy Madison. I wanted to say it. We're getting into the golden years. We're getting into genuinely what I remember as good Adam Sandbox. I'm legit psyched for this. So, I've, I've watched this recently and thoroughly enjoyed it still. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I'm sure I we'll have stuff to say about it. I'm sure there's going to be stuff to say, but I do legitimately like that it's movie. It's a good movie. We'll find out if we still do. See ya. Any final words, anybody? Uh, uh nah, fuck. Opera oh, Man ends the episode. Let's go smash them on. Absolutely. Because the show. Oh, I have a lot of say Denise show. Oh, no. Guys, fucking... Oh, save shit. it! Save 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 it!